Good morning and welcome to Sips of Sanity. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are in the month of December. We are. This is the end of 2019. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, so what's in store this month? Um, I've prepared five shows um, to help people figure out if they're a healthy person or not. Mm. And and just some some questions to ask yourself, some things to observe in yourself or in other people so that you can ask the question, am I healthy? And are these people around me healthy? Am I in healthy relationships? And I think it's a good thing to do because if you're not healthy or if you've got people around you who are not, then it can be a cause for your anxiety. It can be a cause for your depression. It can be a cause for why you feel lost in life or why you just don't have direction. Mm-hmm. Because when we are not healthy and when we are not around other healthy people, we can have problems with sleep. We can have problems with feeling motivated, wanting to get up in the morning, uh, wanting to try anything new, just leads into, or even the old stuff. We don't. We just don't even want to go to a job we already are comfortable in, or we might even enjoy. Mm-hmm. It, it's um, to me, it's like that blue dye in a glass of water. At the beginning, you can see it clearly, and then after a while, the blue dye just seeps into everything, and it's there, but you can't detect it anymore. Mm-hmm. Good. This is a good progression because last month we talked about growing the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And now we're actually saying, mm-hmm. and here are some good evaluation tools to see if we're healthy. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and there's another reason I'm bringing this up, Kelly. Because um, it's election day right now, <laughs> as we record. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's good. But the other reason I'm bringing it up is because we have a show that has a lot to do with spirituality. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with gifts. It has a lot to do with our own gifts and, and helping other people. And a belief system. Yeah. And I think it's super important for people to hear that you can't just walk around and think that you're a spiritual be- being if you don't have emotional intelligence to go with it. Nice. Well done. And I think a lot of people who are thinking that they're spiritual but are solidly stuck in being unhealthy people mm-hmm. don't realize what a fucking shit show they are. Mm-hmm. And it's, it wreaks havoc in everybody else's life around them because now they are solidly stuck in their ego. And the point of understanding what a healthy person is is to help you understand if you're in your ego. Good. And because I think other people will already know you are. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big assumption there. I think there are so many true people who are asleep or what we've called the walking dead mm-hmm. that may, might see a spiritual person and think, oh, they've really got it. They've really found something, mm. you know, and, and not see through the cliches, not see through the plastered smile, mm. right? Like, or the success. Yeah, because a lot of people who mm-hmm. are fake, not to be rude, but fake, do find financial success. Oh, yeah. By just repeating, reiterating things that they can't really use to walk their talk. They're just talking their talk. And that that's hard to detect if the person is a financial success. 
or appears to be one. Mm-hmm. Because you you did a show not too long ago about someone who um, said that she was an author and and kind of yes. gave off that image that she was very successful, but it was mm-hmm. her husband that was paying for everything, mm-hmm. and all of her books that she uses to say she's an author were sitting in her basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there, there's also the perception of success rather yeah. than actual success. Okay. So the first show is going to be, um, we're going to ask the question, are you open? And then we can, you and I can talk about different ways that we can be open. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say the first one that comes to my mind about being open is, are you open to even listening? Because we really focus a lot on our show about being a good listener. And if you're going to be connected to yourself or to the spirit world or to your partner or to anybody in your life... You have to have the qualities of a good listener. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that if they listen, they do, but they don't listen intently. They don't listen with no agenda. They don't listen um, not trying to fix. Lots of people are in their heads thinking of the solution without just listening. Mm-hmm. And a really healthy person is an open listener, meaning that I'm listening to you, but I'm not. No assumptions. No yeah. agenda, no noise, no opinion. No anxiety. Mm-hmm. If you are listening honestly, truly open, you will have no anxiety because you're not there to solve the problem for them. I, and I, yeah. I clearly remember high levels of anxiety in my life, raising you and Andrew thinking that I had to solve all your problems mm-hmm. because I wear the mom hat. Yeah. So if you came in the door saying you had a problem with a friend or a friend group, whatever it was in life, I thought I was supposed to have every single answer. So my anxiety was high. I didn't realize that really what I was supposed to do as a mom was just listen. And we could find the people to help you instead of thinking I was the whole team on my own. And that that might come from maybe how I thought the role was supposed to be played. But in reality, you don't have to continue to believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want me to go on to another one? Sure. How about being open to feedback? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. nice, eh? Yeah, and we talked about this one a little bit back in uh, October. I think uh, was the month that we did this. Um, and... Understanding that feedback is supposed to be something about making you better. Mm-hmm. Not about criticizing that you're not good enough, but just making you better. Making sure that you've got a next step, something more to focus on, another tool to put in your pocket, to know that someone was on your team by giving you this feedback. Oh, right, how, yeah. Like how many times do we ask someone for advice and they start giving it to us and we stop listening to them or we start defending our actions mm-hmm. and we shut down all the feedback that we th- we asked for. Mm-hmm. So we're not really open to it even though we've asked for it. Mm-hmm. And typically if we keep that pattern going, people learn that about us and the people pleasers will keep giving it their best shot to help us and the other people will stop talking to us. They and they don't, they won't want to because they know they're not being listened to. So you're also hearing too then that if you are an unhealthy person, healthy people walk away from you. They're not waiting for you to get better. They're not waiting for you to get it. 
right? And make a better choice. They're walking away when you don't. Yeah. And you're saying a healthy person. So I'm going to add to that then, Kelly, that those healthy people are not codependent Mm -hmm. and they are not enablers. They also aren't time wasters, right? Like people who are healthy don't stick around in conversations or relationships that waste their time and energy. So if I can give people my example, when I recognize that, I say, I'm out of here. And I can say that in my head, meaning I've checked out. Mm -hmm. I see where you're at. You're not a healthy person. I'm out of here. Not to be confused with someone who's detached and unhealthy, Mm -hmm. detached from their life, detached from others, and check out because of their own agenda, because they don't want to put the work in. Right. No, I check Mm -hmm. out because I've assessed and realized they're not healthy, not listening, Mm -hmm. and I am not going to energetically hemorrhage for them. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else should we be open to? How about new opinions, uh, new thoughts, new actions, new choices that maybe we couldn't see, we couldn't think of, we can't imagine? Mm -hmm. So I guess that kind of then leads into, are we open to our own imagination or someone else's? Yeah, our own creativity. Mm. Cool. That's a fun one, eh? Mm -hmm. Um, I personally love your thoughts. Thanks. I love to sit down and Eric's holy crumb and oh, I guess I'm going to throw Andrew in there. Mm -hmm. You guys all have such different ways of seeing the world, each of the three of you, that I find it really interesting to observe this, like it could be the same situation or the same problem or challenge I have, how all of you can see it differently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm so blown away from the differences and the fact that I never saw any of them. But I don't, my ego's not so big that I don't want to entertain them. Mm-hmm. My ego's calm. It's curious. And it's open to the idea you guys could all have better ideas. Well, to take it kind of a step further, I just did a session for a woman this morning um, where she's in her ego where she will listen to other people and she does really value what other people think. But as soon as she sees that they have a better idea or a better way Mm. of doing things, because she really um, values efficiency, instead of just being happy that she is surrounded by these really smart Mm -hmm. people, she goes into beating herself up as to why she didn't think of that. I used to do that. I get that. And And the ego that she sits in isn't that she's not open to new ideas. It's that she robs herself of this opportunity to just be in awe, to just appreciate the people around her, or maybe even learn how she could come to think like them. Right, yeah. not what they think, but how they think, um, and then she just she just sabotages and goes into crit- self criticism, mm-hmm. self abuse, and that's not an open person, right? And that's where the fifteen forms of verbal abuse are going to get thrown into this show too, mm-hmm. because we're talking about a form of verbal abuse that she is doing to herself, mm-hmm. which I did to myself. Mm-hmm. So I fully understand that. And when I read the book and realized that, it was like, oh my God, the self-abuse is destroying any chance I have at being a healthy person. Therefore, it destroys the chance I have at having at having a healthy relationship with anybody. 
I, that's probably the most important part for people to hear is that the self-abuse is destroying any opportunity to be a healthy person. Because yeah. I think a lot of us can look around ourselves and think it's someone else's fault or that it's our parents' problem because they raised us a certain way. And that's only true to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. And you know what, Kelly? If I go back into my past, I remember blaming everybody else. Mm-hmm. I, I remember reading the book and thinking, oh, that's this person's fault. Or oh, how come they never taught me this? And how I, come no one told me? Yes. And I remember all that. I blamed the media and I blamed TV and I blamed the religion and I blamed everything. And then it was like, okay, now that my ego has had a temper tantrum. <laughs> and it's tired in the corner. And it's Abby's just sitting over there. Whoo. Maybe Karen can just step in for a second and go, okay, girl, you're okay. You're pooped over there. Thank God you fatigued yourself because now the rest of the ego can step in and love Karen because she's come to that place of knowing it. Mm -hmm. So Abby, now that you're fatigued, we're just going to tell you you are on a permanent vacation. You're not ever expected to come back. We can move forward. You get to that point and then things start to get easier. Mm Okay. Okay. So we're going to go to another one. Um, Healthy people, when they're open, are truly engaged in their own life, which allows them to let others engage with them or just to be interested in someone else's life. Can you elaborate? Because I don't think people are going to connect to that. If I'm engaged in my own life, if I'm open. What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Um, because some people will think I go to work, I get the kids to school, like I I get things done. Well, when I'm engaged in my own life, I'm interested in what I'm doing. Go on. I'm, I'm interested in getting back to it. I'm excited about it. I'm curious about it. I'm not just going through the paces. So if I'm engaged in my own life, I, when you say to me, what are you interested in doing today? Or what are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I'm looking forward to because I'm engaged in those things. Okay. So if I'm a mother of three and I'm single mm-hmm. and mm. I work nonstop and then I come home and I have three kids, what does engagement look like in my life? If I don't have anything personally to look forward to, I can't. I don't have time to go to a Zumba class. I don't have time to um, socialize more than once a week. Well, I can remember those days. And to be engaged in your own life at that time is to actually be present in the moment when you are with your children, that you do actually look forward to spending time with them. And and when I didn't, because, say, a certain child's behavior was not good, then self-engagement could die because I'm not enjoying their personality or their behavior. Mm-hmm. But then I had to look at my own parenting style. Maybe I had to look at boundaries or discipline and correct things so that I could get engaged again so that I could actually enjoy their company again. So when you're engaged, you also have to have problem-solving skills. Cool. So if you're disengaged, you may lack that and need to find those things. Mm-hmm. Engagement means that when I'm talking to a partner... I'm actually interested in the day. I'm not just saying to them, are you picking so-and-so up and am I getting the other kid? Mm -hmm. I'm actually engaged to say, what do you need today? How are you doing? I actually want to know how they feel. So engagement is being aware of what they feel and what they think and what I feel and what I think. Engagement means I know where my boundaries are. 
Does that help? Yeah, it did before you started going into the partner stuff. Okay. And then I just bring it up because there's so much fluff and cliche about how self-love is the answer to a lot of our unhappiness. Mm. And for the burnt out, overextended single parent, there are not a lot of opportunities and self-love isn't going to solve it. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm trying to point out is when you say engage in life and they say, I have no energy to do anything other than the tasks I'm doing, how do we give them those pockets of opportunity to say, oh, this is where I engage? Well, I would say... And that you did answer. Yeah. When you said, I now need to reflect on my parenting styles. I now need to know what my boundaries are. Because if I'm not open, which Mm -hmm. is our original point, Mm -hmm. then I'm doing it one way, the way I knew or thought I knew. And even if I'm getting the same results that I don't want, I'm not open. Perfect, Kelly. Because if you're engaged, you're going to see the things that are not working for you. Mm -hmm. That's what engagement will bring you. Mm -hmm. And they, they will highlight what you enjoy. So you want to do more of it. Mm -hmm. And when you are engaged with your own real feelings, you no longer are willing just to avoid the temper tantrum for today. And then no tomorrow's is going to come. There you go. At every single event. Then I'm going to disengage Mm -hmm. with that child because I'm never going to like their personality. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a lot of parents, single or married, or in any any form. Yeah, you don't like their kids. That don't, yeah, don't like their kids or don't like a partner Mm -hmm. and disengage because they don't have the tools to say, hmm, they're having temper tantrums, I'm not setting boundaries, or their father or their part, my partner is, but I'm, I change them whenever I feel like it. Then my child has temper tantrums and I think it's a terrible child and I'm mad at my partner for not taking them instead of it stopping with me. With the fact that I don't back up my partner by being a consistent parent with them. Mm-hmm. So engagement means consistency as well. Great. Mm, it's good. Thank you for asking that. Yes, because I think some people can just stop listening from anxiety if they can't if they can't relate to the situation, right? Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful practice of your own. Yes, you work crazy hours, but you have a freedom in your life free of children, free of a partner, to mm. schedule the way you want. Mm-hmm. And there will be some people who want these tools, want to know how to implement them, but don't feel like they have the time or the same kind of opportunities. Oh, yeah. And Kelly, I can clearly remember setting rules for you and Andrew and then changing my mind because, oh, I'm now mm-hmm. in, I'm in a good mood. Let them go ahead. And then the next day when you guys want to do the same bloody thing mm-hmm. at the swimming pool, but I'm not in a good mood, that it then annoyed me. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to disengage. Mm-hmm. Right? Good. So so quite a few of us create our own problems, and we have to be open enough to recognize that we're the ones that are doing it. Good. Okay. So no, today? no, I've got a couple oh. more I want to throw in. I, can you give me a couple of seconds? Sure. Are you open to being playful? And I say that because when we feel safe enough in all the other aspects of, of being a healthy person, we can be playful people. Mm -hmm. We can be curious people. We can, as you said earlier, even about problem solving, how can I get curious about this? Can I listen to a podcast or a YouTube video, read a book, go on Facebook and join a parenting group, Um, follow somebody on Instagram that you admire that's actually a healthy person? And and I want to throw that into this part here is that a lot of people 
are following people on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and they're not healthy people. That was a really delicate way of putting it. Okay. And then we have to kind of sit back and wonder, if I'm following all these people who are not healthy, then does this contribute to my anxiety? Does this contribute to my depression? Mm -hmm. Does this contribute to my feeling of being disconnected, unfulfilled, or unhappy? Yeah, and I think for a lot of people, they follow these individuals or these shows because they want to connect. I don't mm-hmm. want to think. I want to put my mind on a shelf. And it's like, well, do you hear yourself that you're asking for that and that it makes it harder and harder to re-engage if you are actively trying to disengage? Like, good luck. Yeah. Good luck finding your way back. Can I give the example, Kelly, that you're sitting with a girlfriend and a person who disengages, who isn't open, may pull out their cell phone, a book, or a device of some sort, go through Twitter, not even looking for anything in particular, just for anything to get your attention, right? Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, that's what a lot of people are doing. We're just looking for things to get our attention for split seconds. Mm -hmm. And then wonder why our relationships aren't healthy with our girlfriend group Mm -hmm. or the guy group or the partner when we're doing everything to sabotage the openness. Good? Mm Okay. Okay. There's a few. Okay. There's so many more. Yeah, but. and I wanted to mention too, like you went from playfulness and jumped right into being educated. So there's two different things there as well. You can be open to being mm-hmm. playful mm-hmm. Um, and light and not taking yourself so seriously. <gasps> Love it. And or you can decide that you also want to be curious and educate yourself in very fun and creative and playful ways. But they are two different things or can be. Yeah, and I think these five shows are going to overlap then. But that's okay. Hopefully people will hear them and recognize mm-hmm. that as they're listening to them, um, that it's good to hear things in more than one way because sometimes they'll hear it the second way and finally get it. Good. Okay. Well, if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at We have four more shows coming for you this week, so stay tuned. Mm-hmm.